0: How do you describe yourself? For years, I have described myself as a boring person, but I am boring on purpose. And there's a real reason behind that. And it really comes down to my personality and just my levels of of stress and levels of tolerance of stuff. I am a person who likes to be expressive, likes to talk in the microphones, but don't like to be in front of large crowds of folks if I don't have to. I've learned to take on public speaking and take on those roles and pretty good at leadership. But if I've got to stand in front of a crowd and rock a party, that's not me. I don't like drama. I don't like real conflict to be honest. And I don't like dealing with people who are just all over the place and flailing around because that's how they get attention. I in fact, hate those types of people and don't need to be around those people because I don't want to deal with the drama. So, I describe myself as boring on purpose. What does that mean? Well, here's the deal. I go to bed probably around nine o'clock 9 thirty every night if not earlier. If I can get my daughter to just calm down and go to bed early, we'd probably go to bed at eight o'clock every night. and that sounds pretty dull because that means I'm not up late at night doing stuff or going out and doing things. in contrast, I wake up at four every morning and by five o'clock in the morning, I have to be alert to start working on um, some podcast newsletter stuff that early every single morning. This is a carryover from when I worked in radio and had to get up at three in the morning to make sure I was actually up and aware because I had to actually physically leave my house and be at the station, have everything turned on by five in the morning to prepare for basically it's the same sentence sort of thing. So, being boring on purpose was a job requirement because I had to get to bed early so I can get up early to sit ready for what I had to do, and it was what it was. It was worth the trade-off of not staying out late to do things, not doing as many fun things because I was working towards a career, and being really focused on what had to be done and who to deal with. I made time for my wife, I made time for my daughter, but time for my stepson, time for my extended family time for friends because friendship takes time to maintain and you just have to kind of work those things out. But for the most part, I got up, I went to work, I came home, I wound down, I went to sleep so I can get up early to go to work the next day. Same thing applies now. I'm not working directly in radio eight days a week, but every morning I get up early, I prepare for my own personal work, for my own personal company that goes on before I go to my real job real job that sometimes goes 10 hours, sometimes goes even longer than that, to come home, decompress, spend some time with the family, and, you know, bear all over again. Luckily, my stepson is old enough that he has his own things to do, full-time job, full-time life, girlfriend, all that other stuff that, you know, he's not just hanging around just waiting for someone to entertain him. And the younger is getting old enough to entertain herself, which is also sort of a issue on its own. But we don't have to sit there and watch her do every single thing all day long, which allows me to come home and decompress and spend more time just talking, chilling with my wife. She herself, while not probably calling herself boring on purpose, is not exactly the most spontaneous person in the world. She spends a lot of time just sort of doing nothing after time is up, and she fills that with reading a lot of books and just doing crafts and things to you know, basically spend that time. Why did I spend all that time rambling about being boring? And because all I do is work all day. Because this is about the fundamentals of being boring on purpose. Why would you want to be boring on purpose? Well, you don't want to be boring because boring people bore people. Boring people are hard to deal with. Boring people are really just a pain to, to just interact with because they don't have any life in them. They don't do anything. They don't do anything because they don't. They are boring. They bring the party down, not so much on purpose, but because it's what's they, who they are. So the first thing you have to make sure about being boring on purpose is making sure you're not just flat out boring, which isn't so much a bad thing. But if you're trying to you know, live the nightlife and be out and about and you really are sort of a downer personality, you have to just kind of work that out. You can hang out with folks who are also sort of on the low level and be great. You can also have a big group of friends who are really high level and they just sort of bring you in and hope to bring you up and sort of tolerate you, which I said it on purpose, because you're a good friend. It's like, this is my boy. He's just like this. You know, he's a little low energy, but we love him and he's a great guy. Deal with it. He's my boy. He's hanging with us. You have that. I have a lot of friends like that who was like, you know, Jay just is sort of low energy. He does his thing. He's going to keep up with us. Don't worry about it. He's not He's not angry. He's not, not bitter. He's not being aloof. He's just who he is. When I go out with people and there's new people around, there's a quick disclaimer. And by the end of the night, things are cool. But in most cases, I don't deviate from me being me. And if they turn out to be dramatic airheads, I'm probably getting an Uber and headed home. And my friends understand that. So start out by making sure that you're not a boring person on the end. Or if you are, you have your parameters, you have your ways to cope with that. You can do what you need to do. I know a lot of introverted people, you know, get stuck in that level where they just get someplace and they can't get out of it. That's part of why the boring on purpose was grown so I can stay out of those situations. After that, it's all about knowing what you need to do and where you need to be. And always having something better to do in your back pocket. If you're out at a party and things get a little too rotty for you. Um, have a reason to leave ready to go. Something that you can go work on someplace you could go be someone you need to go check in on that. You can get yourself out of situation at any point in time. My kicker is always my alarm goes off at four in the morning. And ironically, I actually wake up around three in the morning and sort of blink a couple times and roll around back and forth until the alarm goes off at four because I used to doing it from the radio. And I'm just giving myself sort of extra sleep time because I don't need to be up quite that early. But I have a reason to leave early anything going on because I get up early. I have other duties to attend to if it's not quite so late that I can go check in on. I have a wife I may have to go check on. I have a kid at home who's under 12, so she needs special attention to get her ready for the next day. I have a kid who's in his 20s, so I can use him as an excuse to go check in on him. I have those friends and family members I told you about that sort of like me and deal with the fact that my quirks and just crazy stuff because they're there. I have work. I work a lot. I have work that is my main duty from a paycheck. I have my side work, stuff like this, where I may need to work on something that may not be all exciting to them, but it's pretty important to me, and I think it does have some excitement to it. And the real kicker about this stuff is you can't be the crazy drama person and then claim to want to escape the role of crazy drama. Unless you are the crazy drama person and now you're trying to turn over a new leaf and then people are looking at you strange because you're the person that usually kicks up all the drama, but now you're saying you want to be a more genteel person because you're kind of getting out of that world. That is okay. If they don't understand it, they can't get it. They don't love you now that you're less drama, now that you're less of the entertainment for them, then you can find more boring people on purpose to hang out with or more people who are drama that will deal with you being less drama because that means that's more drama for them. Oddly enough, people who you notice how people who are introverted and extroverted can be best friends because the talker can over just, just blow out and just overtake the conversation and the other person just kind of nods and whatever and just likes likes the company. Those work out a lot. Those work out well. So I ask you consider being more boring and doing it on purpose to advance your outer goals, whatever you want to do. Make sure you're not a natural bore first, or if you are a natural bore, you stay in your lane and know that it is what you are and people can get with it and you don't just become a downer for them. Make sure that you have reasons to pull yourself out of situations that pull yourself out of the excitement to move on to something else just in case things get too rowdy. And of course, the big kicker is make sure you're not the dramatic person doing a quick and sometimes very harsh change in reality to everybody else because people may not work out that as best as possible. If you're on a path of improvement and they know this, they'll go for it. If you just all of a sudden stop, you know, hitting the the bars when you were the guy who basically closed them down, people will, will ask questions and you will have to explain it. It is what it is. But I ask, give it a shot. Boring on purpose. Not as boring as you think it may be. Thank you for joining us for this week's 10-Minute Life Lesson Podcast. Thank you for listening to a person who is boring on purpose. And like I say, I'm boring on purpose because I do it for you. The love of you guys being able to focus less time on being out in the streets and ripping and running and more time on focused content and, you know, my actual job and paying the bills and taking care of my family. It's a boon to you. So hopefully you understand and you are okay with me being boring on purpose because of what we provide to you. We, the ultimate team behind all the podcasts at more better media provide to you from the feedback that I get, I get mostly positive. So I'm assuming you guys are down with that. So thank you so much. More feedback at jclevelandpain.net more podcasting in less time. If 10 minutes is way too much for a life lesson, Give me 90 seconds. Look for Steps to Your Better You, wherever your podcasts are found. We're there as well with that one. It's flat up 90 seconds and you're done. Not even the salesy stuff here. It's just 90 seconds of the message. It's so an open tease and it's it's done. It's there. And then about 20 seconds, if not much, more like 15, of where to find more stuff. If you're looking for coaching, we're getting back in the coaching game. I say we because some of the other guys in the back behind the scenes Uh, Even the the editors that we're doing, uh, they want to do some more helping people out in different things. So we're focusing on the things we're good at, which is the content stuff. You'll see that growing, ever growing as we try to rebuild the brand that is more better you and the process and accountability stuff. That's simple coaching. We literally go over what it is you want to uh, want to accomplish in a short period of time. And then we check in on you to say, did you do it? And if you didn't do it, ask you why you didn't do it. And because we are an accountability coach, we won't just say, well, I just didn't get around to it. We got to work through how it was missed and whether it really is important or not to be accountable for and whether we should change that message, that task with something else that's more that's more important. We do all that as well. Email me right now for messaging on that. Uh, we'll redo something formal fairly soon, I, I think. But if you're looking for a coaching, accountability coaching, or looking for some media coaching, some media training, uh, po- podcast and video and blog sort of guidance and coaching, let us know and we'll do what we can. In the meantime, make sure you subscribe to this podcast as well as Steps Your Better You. Leave ratings and reviews if you are that type of person. And as I said, feedback at jcliffandpain at gmail.com. Once again, thank you so much for joining us for the 10-Minute Life Lesson Podcast. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. For all the folks uh, that helped me work these things out at More Better Media LLC and just all the other brands we do for stuff, we thank you and we implore you. Come back next week. We've got another great episode planned for the 10-Minute Life Lesson Podcast from yourbetteryou.info.